we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for July 1st, 2019. And today, um, not a 17-page study to cover a lot of different breaking current events. Incredibly important information regarding the days and times to come in the coming weeks and months in particular. And um, we're also going to be doing a Bible study a little bit later on on um, God's judgment over the land, where it talks about that in the Bible and that what, what we as Christians can do to protect ourselves regarding that. And um, the first report is entitled, It's an Invasion Force, When Does 15,000 Mexican Troops Become 50,000? This is Dave Hodges reporting. He said, I have been told by many military and intel experts, uh, and it's a simple matter of common sense, that before a Red Dawn invasion can take place, when he says Red Dawn, it's like a foreign troop invasion is what he's in reference to there. The United States must first be destabilized domestically. Further assets would need to be deployed in advance of any invasion. Just like we're deploying our... our um, our assets right now, pre-positioning troops and supplies in the Iranian region, and that'll serve two purposes, not only um, to further prepare for World War III, so that you know when they launch World War III, they're going to have their troops and their supplies deployed, but also it's going to ensure that a bulk and a majority, because I believe you're going to see that ramp up more and more, and Trump will have more and more excuses to deploy you know, I don't know what it's going to end up becoming. He's already said a hundred thousand, and uh, it, that could turn into far more um, in that region. I mean, barring God's intervention, is what I'm talking about. Uh, he would employ the bulk of our troops over there, so that when they launch the Red Dawn invasion here in America, we will not have troops here to defend the American populace or our borders, and that type of thing. And um, so it's kind of a two-fold. See, the, the thing in Iran and the Red Dawn invasion that's occurring at our southern border and that, that's already here to a certain extent, they're, they're very much intricately related. And those two situations will be used um, kind of to bolster one another because if we don't have any troops here, then we really can't do it. I mean, I understand that there's the patriot community and those types, but that's going to be the primary element that is left to guard the homeland and they're doing this again by design on purpose so that that is the very case so further assets would need to be deployed in advance of any invasion all the all of the criteria are in the process of being met the destabilizing events that threaten to weaken america to the point of producing conditions making the country vulnerable to invasion from our southern border are as follows number one worsening conditions in central and south america emanating from Honduras, which will potentially send millions of um, illegals to our border along with embedded trained paramilitary forces. Now, we covered that in depth last week with the Kathy Rubio interview. So if you're not familiar with that, listen to the study from last week where we get into that in detail. Number two, the Orville Dam is slowly progressing toward a catastrophic failure. We're going to look at that more in a minute. Um, three, the trucking industry is moving toward a meltdown, and this will have serious consequences to every aspect of our economy and will ultimately threaten scores of our lives. We're going to talk about more about that in depth as well. 
four, war with Iran will produce the emergence of terror cells, you know, the Muslim terror cells, which will wreak havoc in the United States. They've been chomping and waiting in the wings, chomping at the bit for decades to bring that about. So again, the day that we go to war officially with Iran, when that is, I don't know, but, you know, like the, the David Goldberg guy, the guy that got killed or assassinated for it, said October, he was right about a lot of other things that he said. Uh, so that would allow them enough time to ramp this up more, to accuse Iran of more and more things, and also give them the excuse to ship more of our troops to Iran. Right now, there's really not enough of our troops over there. So I think they want to kind of pump the brakes a little bit and let the rhetoric keep uh, increasing. And there'll be more false flags that they'll blame Iran on, and, and that's going to further infuriate them. There's going to be there's more sanctions being put on Iran all the time. That's that's further inflaming them. So, again, this is being done on purpose. So, that's another factor. Five weather wars are producing an agricultural disaster with regard to the food supply. And we're going to be covering most of all of this today, That we've those five points. Because I've really covered a lot with Iran as of late. And, and I, you probably have a pretty good picture on that. We're going to talk a little bit more about the other aspects in this teaching. A clear picture is emerging that once the aforementioned areas come to fruition, that the only thing that is needed for an invasion to follow these destabilizing events is forward deployment of military assets, That has already and that has already happened. Again, just like we're forward deploying our assets... We're, we're, there's carriers going over to Iran and, and troops and supplies being pre-positioned ahead of time. The Mexican military has authorized a forward deployment of 15,000 soldiers on our southern border, ostensibly to intercept um, illegals coming to the United States. Yeah, right. Right, yeah. They're going to stop them. No, they're going to facilitate them, and they're actually most likely going to be part of the coming invasion force. Uh, a lot, again, as we've talked in recent weeks, a lot of the actual, quote, military are, you know, the worst of the worst they've got from the jails, and they've given them badges and trained them and told them, okay, you can go and take the spoils of the gringo type of thing. And so that's what we got into heavily last week where we talked about that. So these 15,000 soldiers, you know, the, these, aren't, these aren't Boy Scouts here, most likely. They're probably the worst of the worst. Um, on its face, this makes no sense. These troops are described in a Washington Post article published on April 9th, 2019, and they stated that the United Nations, <laughs> the, the coming backbone of the New World Order, basically Satan, okay, the United Nations, was training the force which was designed to replace the Mexican federales. Well, I mean, you look at the logo for the United Nations. It's, it's got a wreath around the world, okay, um, a light blue background. The wreath was what was given in the first Olympics as, like, the gold medal, way back when they had them in Greece, hundreds, and, hundreds of years ago, okay? And what that meant is if you had one event, it, it meant you had conquered the event and you were given this wreath. When you see a wreath around the world, which is what the United Nations logo is, they're telling you their goal is to conquer the world. So this group that is the coming backbone of the New World Order, 
whose goal is to conquer the world are the same ones that are training these 15,000, quote, troops that are going to be on our border now. Hmm, yeah, I'm sure there's no red flags there at all. The stated purpose of the training was for humanitarian purposes, yeah. Wherever the United Nations goes, there's always atrocities that always come in because they're wicked and evil. But see, they always come under the guise of we're, we're the light blue hats and we're, we're here for humanitarian. When it's the furthest thing from the truth. The bulk of the immigrants are coming from south of Mexico and that is where the troops should be deployed. Meaning on the southern Mexico border, not on the northern. Here is a detailed analysis, analysis of what is wrong and very suspicious about the Mexican approach to this issue. He goes on to say, I believe this is not an immigration force, but an invasion force. When do 15,000 Mexican troops then become 50,000? Meaning, you know, they could increase that very easily. They have already crossed our border, and most of all, they are being trained by the UN as is documented in the Washington Post article. They, they, I've documented how they've actually crossed the border, and they, um, you know, they've been doing some really sketchy, sketchy things these troops that have been stationed on the border before one may accuse me of being too conspiratorial please keep in mind that i previously published a leaked statistic from a memo provided to dhs ice and the border patrol in the last 30 days the illegals from 52 countries have been apprehended on our southern border 52 the entire scope of latin america has less than three dozen countries okay less than three dozen so please explain how the invaders from 52 countries got here did they swim across the ocean did they commandeer planes and parachute in maybe they came by submarine these are all the ridiculous links that one must go to in order to deny the fact that this is an invasion and they're being shipped over here by design on purpose many of these immigrants and they're they're illegal invaders, but from the Congo and the uh, from the Congo with Ebola spreading out of control, are crossing into Texas with hundreds of dollars in their pockets in yet another destabilizing event. Yeah, yeah, they're flush with cash, coming over here with paper money that they have to break and handle with most likely potentially their Ebola-ridden hands, so that they can spread the wealth. Um. And we got into that in recent studies. Are we supposed to believe that these are just asylum seekers? Why are the Mexicans deploying 15,000 troops? One can rest assured that the number will greatly inflate. Look for an announcement that the Mexicans, in a sincere effort to help stop illegal immigration, are deploying many more troops on our southern border. And remember, Trump is is an integral part of all this because he is the one that has incentivized the, them to come here. And particularly with the, the Section 224A of the legislation that he signed back in February that says all I have to do is say I might sponsor an unaccompanied, an unaccompanied illegal alien minor in the future to gain citizenship here. That's all you got to do. I might. Claim asylum, step over the border. Okay, here's your Uber ride from Border Patrol and from our, from our military. And they've, they're just, they're, they've got all kind of people acting as Uber services now. All kind of TSA all factions of our government facilitating this they're all bringing them in it's all going on they're not doing anything to repel pulse or repel them come one come all and trump is really the main um cog 
and been the main reason that's all been allowed to happen because of what he will and won't do and has done in order to facilitate all this to happen, which I've documented extensively in the past months. So, uh, the objective of, of these troops on, the, on our southern border is to deploy forward position weaponry, meaning weapons, caches, uh, weapon caches, uh, tanks, helicopters, etc. And just coincidentally, a force of about 15,000 would be needed to facilitate the logistical distribution across the border, meaning when they invade. These 15,000 Mexican soldiers represent the supply and logistics vanguard of an invading army. Beside the Mexican military, there are many domestic terrorists prepositioned for action when the time comes. And they're the ones that are already here. I mean, far more are already here than are on the southern border. I mean, they've had years and years, decades to actually do this. But it's only been under Trump's administration that that's come to an absolute fever pitch. We, we're record, record, record numbers. Border Patrol agents are saying we've totally lost the border. We have no control of the border anymore. It's out of their own words. I've, I've read you the, the first-hand accounts. All of this is a prelude to invasion from our southern border. So here's the deal, guys. Unless God reverses this and turns this back, this is pretty much a done deal as far as I can see. Unless the hand of God intervenes. And I see no why it, reason why it would because the church isn't praying about this. The, the conservatives and the Christians are totally asleep because they think Trump's doing a great job because they're believing all the mainstream, lamestream talking points from Sean Hannity or Rush Limbaugh or whoever, even a ton of people on alternative media still, you know, saying, you know, lauding Trump's achievements and all of these things. And they're letting it all happen. There's no prayer really going up about it because the churches aren't even aware and they're asleep anyway. So there's very little prayer, I believe, going up about it. So unless, you know, the hand of God moves regarding this, I can't see any way out of this at this point. And remember, this is something that they've been planning on for decades and decades. This isn't just something they just thought up last Wednesday. They're already, they've already, large, to a large part, already implemented this in Europe with the, um, with the Muslims, the invading hordes of the Muslims there's a lot of places there where i mean it's almost like almost mission accomplished but they're trying to do that now here in earnest so that they can get their new world order one world government show on the road next report two destabilizing events which could serve as a prelude to the invasion of the united states okay now this is kind of a continuation of the last report i just read but more of an updated version um Embedded within these illegal alien invaders are the paramilitary troops that are posing as illegal immigrants. Um, a lot of them, a, a large percentage of them are from Central America. This is an invasion force and every source I speak with is concerned about this and these people are being helped out of their own country by the CIA and the George Soros organizations. Uh, that it goes on to say the fallacy of Trump's agreement with Mexico has already been exposed as a fraud. And, okay, so here we have Dave Hodges, you know, saying this agreement we have with Mexico is exposed as a fraud. He's back and forth. You know, one minute he's giving Trump the total benefit of the doubt and blaming Democrats, and then the next minute he's actually putting the blame where it should be, which is squarely on Trump. So, it seems like certain elements of the alternative media are kind of getting the memo slowly. Uh, I fear, though, by the time they fully get it, 
because if we had all of alternative media exposing Trump, I believe that could really bring a screeching halt to a lot of this because it would wake up the patriot community and a lot of the people, conservatives and Christians that are, but they're not doing that. And I don't know what it's going to take. I, I really don't. But um, there is, uh, and then there is in the USA southern border with Mexico that there is 15,000 troops on the border. However, these troops are not in the business of catching illegal aliens preparing to cross the into the United States. In this scenario, the ultimate purpose of these Mexican troops is not to catch the illegal immigrants. Um, it is to facilitate a Red Dawn invasion breakthrough. Last evening, I spent an hour on on the border with ARSOF retired general. So I guess he went to the border because he lives in Arizona and he was with this retired general. And um, he told me that there is no coordination between the Mexican government, these 15,000 troops that are on our southern border, Mexican troops, um, or between ICE, the Border Patrol, and the Department of Homeland Security. There's no coordination between any of those elements. He stated quite clearly that any interdiction program involving both sides of the border would require extensive cooperation between the two countries. And that is not happening. Meaning any interdiction program means if they really were trying to stop illegal alien invaders from pouring into the country, you would have to have coordination between these 15,000 troops, the Mexican government, ICE, Border Patrol, and the, and the Department of Homeland Security. But he says there is no communication between any of those elements. You know why? Because they're not trying to stop anything. None of them are. I'm not saying there's not people in the border patrol trying to do their job, but ultimately it's their hands are being tied and they're hindered in all these different ways and they're, they're bound up in paperwork and there's not enough of them. And that's all by design on purpose so that the illegal aliens will come in. They're only catching a fraction and even, even what they're catching is bigger numbers than they've ever seen ever by their own accounts. So, um, and his final response was, was outrage directed at President Trump. He said Trump should know better and that no amount of deep state penetration could legitimately explain the lack of cooperation between the two countries. Trump is part of it. He does know better. His whole main campaign promise was build that wall. It's the very opposite of what he's actually done. No more in any other time in history have we seen more of these illegals come across the border than now all under his watch and that was his main campaign promise so just more of his of his bald-faced lies that we've been documenting over and over and over particularly since february when he signed section that agreement in section 224a that i've brought up so many times now from Agenda 21 Radio, this is um, entitled Blogger Threatened with Arrest. Despite the agreement between the United States and Mexico, the rate by which the illegal invasion at the border continues. In a video by Patriot Fire, the evidence cannot be denied. Denied. You can watch the video. I'm not going to play it, though, um, because it's mostly visual. From the video comes this explanation. Until now, the illegal alien refugee flights coming to San Diego have been unloading next to the runway. I mean, they're they're bring they you know you, they get across the border and then they fly them in. In some cases, they to San Diego and then elsewhere because they want to bring them you know to, to to the major cities. And um, this is how how we're fighting it. We're not repulsing them at the border. We're not detaining them and pushing them back. No, 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 no. We we bring them in. We fly them in. Um, and 
Until now, the illegal alien refugee flights coming to San Diego have been unloading next to the runway, which was in plain sight. If you, ha if you had a telescopic lens or binoculars, this time, though, on June 12, 2019, they headed for another part of the airport where the view is partially blocked. It seems they don't want people to see that they're still in business as usual after Trump's supposed agreement with Mexico to, I guess, stop this from happening. Again, it's all lies. When Trump says, I'm going to go round up, we're going to deport a million of them or what? No, you're not. You're not going to do anything. Well, we're going to at least get 2,000 families this weekend. Uh, no, you're not. Oh, yeah, you canceled that too. When, we're, when we have far more than the equivalent of 2,000 families coming over every single day, even if you did it on one day, it would be a tiny drop in the bucket. A tiny drop in a bucket. You know, you're, 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 you've left the floodgates open and, and you're going to bail, bail, bail out this gigantic problem with, you know, a teaspoon is what you're essentially saying, Trump. And you're not even doing that. So... Going further, it says uh, they headed for another part of the airport where the view is partially blocked. It seems they don't want people to see they're still in business as usual after Trump's agreement with Mexico. One of the first indications that the agreement is working will be that the illegal alien refugee flights will stop coming, and they have not. And he's documenting it, and you can watch the video. So that's great. I think it's wonderful when you can act where rubber actually meets the road and you can document things like that and just further totally prove there it's business as usual. Nothing has changed. They're bringing them in unchecked, unfettered, and they're, you know, they're given all of these, these wonderful benefits and rights and EBT cards and all of these things. And, you know, while you know, hundreds of thousands of our own American citizens starve on the streets and are homeless and these types of things are thrown under the bus in the VA and things of that nature. World Atlantic Airlines is the trade name of the Caribbean Sun Airlines, Inc., a United States airline operating on-demand and scheduled charter services. Its corporate headquarters are located in Virginia Gardens, Florida. This is the airline that's, that's bringing them in, Okay. I have learned from the DHS source that this airline is flying Africans to red to red states. Africans. You mean the Congolese, the ones that are potentially infected with Ebola? Yeah, those. Why? I wonder why they're they've cherry picked the Congolese. Uh, you know, Africa has a lot of countries. Why are they just cherry picking the Congolese? I know. I know. It's just not Congolese, but. It seems to be that's what they're more and more focused on. I wonder why they would do that. I wonder why Satan would do such a thing when that's the very epicenter for the Ebola outbreak. Huh. No, I'm sure it's not because they want to try to start a pandemic here or anything. No. No, heaven forbid that. You know, what was I thinking, you know? How could I be so, you know, I don't know, narrow-minded, I know that doesn't make sense, but none of this makes sense, really, does it? I mean, it's it's pure insanity. It makes sense from a satanic standpoint, though, if you're trying to just annihilate and destroy the country every single way that they can possibly think of. Yeah, it makes perfect sense if you look at it that way. Um, why is this significant? Well, these Africans are from the Congo. And, that, and what is in the Congo? Ebola is in the Congo. If we simply connect the dots, it would appear that this is yet another attempt to influence the 2020 election infecting red states as opposed to blue states. Now, 
you know, again, I think 2020 election is an absolute total foregone conclusion. I believe all this stuff is theater. There, there, I will. I refuse to watch any more of the the political garbage. 2020. They've got enough people in here now to totally influence the elections. They've got hundreds of thousands. I believe millions more since the last, even probably the one in 2018 that they rigged and we lost control. The Republicans lost control of the house and it's only going to get worse and worse. Trump will, will, will do his little bit. He'll do his part. Maybe he'll stay in for another term. I don't know. They're accomplishing so much under him that, um, and he's such a polarizing factor between the left and the right. Um, causing a lot of left-right hate that, I mean, there's a lot of advantage because he's a real divide-and-conquer kind of person. And from there, from an Illuminati standpoint, okay, so they're accomplishing so much under him and the, the conservatives and the patriots think that, you know, he's solid gold and that he can do no wrong and that he just can't do anything because the Democrats keep just tying his hands over and over. And I bought into that for a long time myself that, you know, they're just, he's just the perfect guy to have in there. So I think there's a very good chance he's going to stay in for another four and um, which will further keep people asleep. Now they're saying, my comment is the elections are for the most part theater at this point. So I believe the real reason would be that they want to bring these Congolese, fly them into um, um, red states as opposed to blue, meaning Republican states uh, I believe the real reason would be to infect, sick, and destabilize and kill off conservatives, which would be the main enemies of the New World Order, especially if they were awake. I mean, to me, I feel like the election thing is a foregone conclusion. So I can't see that being, I mean, they, they can just rig it all now with the electronic voting machines. George Soros owns the software to a, a lot, like the Diebold machines and those types of things. So I mean, you know. They've proven in the 2018 that they've gotten enough votes. And the thing is, it's all theater anyway at this point. So my personal opinion would be the, what I just said. This assertion may seem far-fetched until one realizes that the Common Sense Show, which is Dave Hodges' website, was informed by Border Patrol in a leaked DHS document that immigrants from 52 countries have been apprehended in the last 30 days. That puts a whole different light on the threat. Admittedly, this is death by a thousand cut strategy. And it really is. See, this is, there's so many ways they're trying to destroy us. I, I mean, if I were just to sit here and just one line sentences list out all the ways they're trying to destroy us, who knows how long it would take me to rattle them all off. And I probably don't even know the half of them because they're probably doing stuff I don't even know about. However, the crisis worsens when the economy collapses. Yes. Um, here's another factor. The Orville Dam threat becomes more critical. Three days ago, the dam nearly failed. The use of the spillway experiment failed miserably. The dam is merely waiting for nature to take its final course. Now, this is according to Dave Hodges. I'm not there on scene, but, you know, all I've seen is bleakness when it comes to this. Just a basic review. The Orville Dam... If the Orville Dam breaks, the following will happen. Okay, number one, a 30-foot wall of water traveling at 75 miles per hour will come rushing out of the failed dam. Two, depending on whose estimates one reads, a 20-foot wall of water will enter Sacramento within 45 minutes to two hours. Three, the entire crop supply of the Central Valley will be wiped out. Um, 
coupled with nearly half of all Midwest American farmland underwater, this event will produce extreme food shortages and spot famines. Yeah, I mean, we've got abs, and we're going to cover that in depth a little bit later. We've got just gigantic swaths of the Midwest that are underwater where there's no crops being grown. Uh, or if they're in the ground, they're they're horribly like behind on schedule where they should be, and uh, they're it, it's horrid. And if this happens with Orville, that's going to wipe out the whole Central Valley in California, which is one of the main breadbaskets of really the world, but America. You have two of those things go on in the same year. And we are going to have extreme food shortages and spot famines. The reason that this event, in my mind, is so dangerous is that the purge is that a purge accompanies any coup. This event will provide the deep state with the ability to use food as a weapon on a national scale. This is how they will lure millions into FEMA camps. This is the main reason that I have kept my eye on Orville. Four, an estimated casualty count would be approximately one million people from the Orville dam going. This would provide the UN with the justification to enter the United States under the Kigali principles. Remember, the UN admits to training the New Mexican National Guard. Oh, wow, and we've already got 15,000 on the border. Who knows, there may be double that or triple that. And they may be there waiting for when the Orville Dam goes or we have some unbelievable natural uh, uh, catastrophe or whatever go on. And then that's their excuse that those troops are already pre-positioned by design and they're going to come in as the good guys. And they're going to join the Chinese embedded and the Russian embedded and they're all going to put on their blue hats and they're all going to act like, you know, we're the good guys. Yeah, we're coming door to door and we're, we're coming to yank you out of your house and do whatever we want to you and take all your stuff. But see, we got a uniform and a badge on, so we're the good guys. That's how I see this playing out, potentially. I mean, I hope I'm, I hope I'm wrong, but I mean, I've, I've said this over and over again and it just seems like every single teaching I'm doing right now, we're inching closer to this. And I don't see any way out of it. And unless God intervenes, I just don't see how this is not going to happen. I hope I'm wrong. But you combine this with World War III and Iran, there's another gigantic destabilizing effect. What if it all happens around the same time? Maximum order out of chaos. Maximum shock and awe. Problem, reaction, solution. Hegelian dialectic. So... Remember, the UN, the UN admits to training the New Mexican National Guard, the one that resides on our border and is not catching any illegal aliens. So here he gives the latest on the Orville Dam. And this is from two days ago. Um, all of the outflows and the inflows. And if you want to look at that, I, I posted the chart here. Um, as one can clearly see, the inflow rate still exceeds the outflow rate. Uh, it is only a matter of time since the dam is only four feet from overtopping. Um uh, so if the dam breaks this solves a lot of problems for the u.s well it solves a lot of problems for the illuminati this would constitute the biggest disaster in american history the dam failure will result in economic destruction spot famines and a military occupation on american soil under the guise of a humanitarian aid i mean to be honest just the oroville dam going could be the first domino that just gets everything else going that may be the green light for everything else to start happening. If So do these two destabilizing events pose a sufficient threat to the U.S. that will result in a destabilizing 
that will be needed as a prelude to an invasion. And we have not even talked about the coming terrorist attacks. And that, those would be triggered when we go r totally hot with Iran, I think. Even though a lot of these refinery explosions, I think, are these Iranian sleeper cells that are being activated. But see, we know that our government's working with them to a certain extent because it's not being posted on the news. If it was really, if it was really um, what it was represented to be, they would be saying, yes, these Iranian sleeper cells are here and we need to guard against this. And, you know, the patriots would be more vigilant. But see, they want to keep everybody asleep. Um, he says that will be the subject of a future article. You have been reading about a portion of the perfect storm that is forming. And here's another report that kind of relates to this. Uh, hundreds of Haitians and Africans wade through the Rio Grande, stroll into the U.S. carrying luggage. It's It's got pictures of boats, like makeshift, like inflatable, like substantial inflatable, like inner tubes, where they've got tons of their stuff with them that they're floating over the Rio Grande to get to the other side. And once they're on the other side, it's America. And all they got to do is say amnesty, you know? And then, you know, that's it. Come one, come all. You come in. Give us our free stuff. That's basically what they're saying as soon as they get here. Groups of hundreds of Africans, Haitians, and others from Central and South America continue to trudge across the U.S.-Mexican border in record numbers despite promises from Mexico to help stop the mass. Yeah, we've got 15,000 troops on the border, but we can't stop anybody. We don't know why. They're so slick. They're so crafty. They've got luggage, and we can't catch up to them because they're so nimble and fast it's amazing they're they're just they're like the flash that 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 um i don't know superhero character they're all like the flash you know they're here one minute gone the next even though they're carrying massive amounts of luggage now um footage from the del rio sector of the border in texas shows scores are making their ways in, in mini caravans and many are arriving well-dressed in designer clothes toting luggage backpacks with their children in tow and they've also got the hundred the rolls of hundreds especially if they're from the congo because they want to make sure they get that infected money out into the populace that's what i think i mean i don't see i mean the, george source really seems to be taking care of the ones that are coming from the congo because he realizes that they could do the most amount of damage from a pandemic standpoint the sooner that happens you know maybe that'll be the first domino that needs to fall but you know I, I think that when the first domino starts to fall you're going to see these other dominoes fall and most likely i will be off air and they'll hit the internet kill switch so that they can totally control the narrative so you know if i don't if i you, if you never hear from me again i'll see you on the other side i'll see you in heaven you know just make sure you're right with god that's the main thing that you need to be worrying about is is or, or concerned with is making sure you're right with the lord and you're doing exactly whatever the lord's leading you to do and i don't believe that's going to be the same thing for every single person but um this uh this is a tweet from the uh del rio sector border patrol They've apprehended two large groups of over 100 in two days, of over 100 people, and a total of three large groups in this fiscal year. Here's a Twitter pic of it. Yeah, of course, I went to go click on the Twitter pic, and they've already removed it. It was up there when I checked last time. Uh, but see, they don't, want, they don't want to put out those pictures. They don't want to advertise too much, because it's like, why are they carrying luggage? Why are they, like, well-dressed in designer clothes? 
Are those hundreds I see in their pockets? <laughs> I mean, it's that insane. It's totally that insane. <laughs> Meanwhile, our own populace starves on the streets and, you know, they're chemtrailing us night and day. And, you know, it's it's all these other ways are trying to kill us off. But, you know, make sure they, they take care of the, the ones that have Ebola. That's really the important ones that want to get over here. Border Patrol agents came across the first of the two most recent groups on June 22nd when 105 crossed the Rio Grande into the United States. That group, remember, this is just one group that they're catching, that they're reporting on. Who knows how many more? I mean, this is like window dressing, I'm telling you here. Who knows how many more are to here? Um, that group consisted of 82 Haitians with the rest from South America and Africa. On Monday, another group nearly twice as big of 205 waded across undoubtedly inspired by the success success of the first group why wouldn't they have success they're we're, we're welcoming them with open arms it's not like we're trying to repulse them with you know machine guns or whatever at the border or in any way shape or form no that would be so easy to do but i mean i don't mean like fire machine guns on them. i'm just saying if you had any kind of military presence on the other side of the rio grande river and they knew that they were going to be repulsed as soon as they stepped on our shores that would be plenty of of um reason that they wouldn't come to the other side but we're not doing that they're not doing it on the on the mexican side with these fifteen thousand troops and they're not doing it on our side it's unbelievable i mean unbelievable uh, the second wave included 122 patients with Haitians with dozens of a, of others from Africa and South America, according to a statement from U.S. Customs and Border Patrol. Border Patrol agents on the south of board, on the southwest border apprehended, and this is their statistics. Remember, they're only catching a fraction. They apprehended 132,887 illegal immigrants in May alone, in just one sector. 132,000 over that. And remember, they're not catching most of them. While the running total for the fiscal year of 2019 stands at 787, over 787,000 through May. Okay, that's in one sector. So we're approaching that sector alone, probably anywhere from a million to two million, depending on how many they're not catching. Um so roughly the population of seattle or denver if we go by their statistics which we know are totally underblown so yeah yeah um this just came out and this is some some good news uh activists push the graham schumer amnesty plan back to the 2020 campaign cycle and now this is from ali pack they're the only organization out there going after trump on the immigration the only one okay Disgruntled Trump voters pressuring D.C. lawmakers and the White House have won an important battle against the legislative amnesty this week as such immigration policy provisions are now excluded from the $4.6 billion border budget bill. And amnesty supporters are now falling back to Lindsey Graham and Jared Kushner's compromise bill in the Senate Judiciary Committee. The chances a bipartisan legislative amnesty for millions of DACA and Dreamer illegals being passed in 2019 are failing, falling rapidly now, thank God. The Alipac activists have helped push back the globalist timeline beyond the 4th of July break for Congress. Now, this isn't a total done deal, but again, this is why I put stuff on prayer lists so that if we're actually being active, proactive in contacting 
you know, senators, presidents, governor, whatever, and then also praying about this, God can push these things back. And this is a good thing. It's not like, you know, going to change ultimately. I mean, this is going to, it's like kicking the can down the road because ultimately they're going to try to get this pushed through. But it's, it is a victory though. It is a victory. Pushing back the legislative uh, timeline on amnesty bills has been the key to Alipac's strategy to stop amnesty because it gives grassroots organizations more time to react to inform and mobilize the public against the bills. But again, most of alternative media will not report on this stuff. They won't even, you know, it's a good thing, but they won't report on it because it, it would put Trump in a bad light because he's teamed up with Jared Kushner and Lindsey Graham and, and they were going to do all this stuff. But no, they can't do that because Trump can do no wrong. Remember that. Uh, Alipac act activists have been calling and writing the White House and the GOP senators all week intensely opposing any amnesty bills with the Democrats like the one President Trump shocked his supporters with by admitting on Telemundo, the Spanish TV station, on June 20th, 2019. And you can watch it here. It, Trump admits he has always supported an amnesty, amnesty deal for Dreamer illegals on a Spanish network. He's just not going to do it on an American network. So he's, you know, he he's a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways, okay? And I, I got into those verses last week. He, he talks out of both sides of his mouth. He's a deceiver. He's on Team Satan, guys. I'm sorry, he is. And his true colors are showing more and more and more about this. Next report. This is from the Ted and Austin radio show of, I don't know, from about four days ago. Facebook and the new cryptocurrency Libra. Uh, the Trump train has derailed. Government sends hundreds of air marshals now. and Because, see, the, they don't have enough border patrol. They don't have enough military troops. They've got to send air marshals now and TSA workers to facilitate the entry of illegals into the USA. <laughs> that's our, that's our, our, our um, version of guarding the border. No, they're, they're facilitating the entry. They're helping the processing of them because there's so many coming through. The Border Patrol agents and our own military that have been assigned to this, they can't do it all. So they've got to send all these other air marshals and TSA agents, workers, to facilitate the illegal entry of these invaders into the USA while Trump does nothing the Mexican president says he will not stop illegals. So let's. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and roll this little video here. The thing I wanted to touch base on here, you guys know last week I talked in detail about how Facebook is launching this new cryptocurrency called Libra, which essentially is going to be ran by the banks in Europe through Switzerland, through a private controlled bank, which is ironic because they say that this cryptocurrency is not going to be controlled by a central bank, yet it's going to be controlled by a central bank. <laughs> and ironically enough, there's been a lot of people talking about this now, and this is what I warned about last week how the Bitcoin was kind of a precursor, a beta test to see how people would accept it. And it was, of course, widely accepted. But now we're seeing this. Could this possibly be used as a global monetary system with the Libra, a one-world cash system, which is something that we've all read about in the Bible. We've also warned about in the future as they've tried to push us into this digital currency. The reason why is that Facebook literally may have too many people too many users to 
actually even fail, even if you don't trust it, even if you don't want to use it. Remember, Facebook's platform user base is the only global population enough to big enough as far as to organize a single currency. There are over 2 billion individuals that use Facebook. I mean, we're, we're talking like, you know, almost a quarter, actually more than a quarter of the entire world population and existence uses Facebook, which means even if you don't like Libra currency that they're putting out, if you use Facebook in any way, shape, or form, you are contributing to Libra. Now, a lot of people are going to get mad about that when I say that because that's essentially the fact. You guys have to understand, Facebook is a giant information gathering system. Now, if you put something on there for your business occasionally or you're putting something on there for some marketing occasionally and you're not spending any money on it and you're never using it, the amount of significant impact you're probably going to have on Facebook support is virtually none. But the individuals that put you know, plethora of personal photos, that like to get on every day, that like to have all of their permissions on their Facebook app open, like the microphone, like the camera, like all these other things that they're constantly doing that I've warned you guys about, they sell all that information. All that information they gather on you on a regular daily basis, they sell it. And they make millions upon millions of dollars off of it. This is why I've told so many people and I've warned so many people, if you use any of these apps on your phone, turn off your permissions, especially when you're not using it. Most of these apps you can use completely fine without having any permissions on. The reason being is when you give them permission, you give them carte blanche immunity to take your media, your data, your text, your contacts, your phone, everything you say, anything you do in the vicinity of your phone, they gather it and then they sell it and basically build a file on you. That's why Facebook has gotten so big. Not only were they backed originally by the CIA, but they now have the backing of a quarter of the entire world's population. Now, what's also interesting about this is I didn't tell you guys that the other day, I, I forgot to get into it, is them using the term Libra. That is, as most people know, an astrology zodiac sign. I think he means Libra. But. That originally started around the entire occult. If you want to go back into that, I'm not going to go into all that right now because we don't have enough time. But what's interesting enough about it is the zodiac is the only one marked by an inanimate object. Essentially, the 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 photo, the object for Libra is scales, which mean like weighing scales, like Jesus talked about in the Bible, unjust scales, scales that were not dialed in properly, scales that were used to manipulate currency, scales that were used to control the population from the bankers. So what's interesting about this, we have Facebook going in now and using scales as their image for Libra as their cryptocurrency, and what's also interesting about this, the symbol for Libra also invokes the Greek letter Omega in the original part of that, which represents the end. So it's interesting to see that, and as most people know, Zodiac, if you've seen any of that stuff, September 23rd to October 22nd is the date for the Libra symbol with the astrology. So whether or not those dates are pertinent and something happening, I have no idea. Could that be something this year maybe? Could it be next year? I don't know. I'm not making any predictions on that. But what I'm saying is it's extremely ominous and very much steeped in the occult, the fact that 
and or that Facebook is coming out with a one world cryptocurrency essentially that is named Libra and they're doing it on the world's largest social media platform ever in existence. So I just wanted to kind of touch base on that a little bit before this stuff starts rolling out. Understand I don't recommend it. I'm not going to support it. It's not something I'm going to use under as much as I can possibly try to not use it. I'm going to do so. There's a high probability as I told you guys before this thing is probably going to take off. I mean, it's probably going to take off like a kite because of how many people support Facebook and how much marketing. Remember, this stuff just got rolled out last week. When they- I've, I've told you before that anything cryptocurrency based is going to be most likely, I mean, the coming backbone for, you know, how we're going to have to transact Um under like particularly if the mark of the beast gets implemented they they want everything to become digital which will what what it will do is that's why it says that without the mark in your right hand your forehead you won't be able to buy sell or trade um if you had a mark in your right hand or your forehead and that was the criteria to be able to shop or whatever all of that is obviously going to have to be in a digital format i mean there's no paper currency involved there whatsoever and again, another thing too is that they can demonize paper currency by the, ultimately, let's say when the Ebola pandemic or any other pandemic they're going to talk about spreading, if they can demonize currency because they could say, look, these Congolese migrants were spreading the Ebola in the hundreds that they had and, and then they had to break them and then they had 20s and that's these currencies all over the country now. You don't know, your money might be infected. Well, then all that, that's going to further force everybody into like a mindset of yeah we've got to go digital we've got to go digital because you know paper money's uh, uh, of satan and and we have to go digital because we can spread all these pandemics that way all of that's being done by design on purpose as well so the crypto is the coming backbone for when when they end up having a mark of the beast okay um, three and a half years into the tribulation well that is going to be obviously a digital crypto type of currency that you're dealing with there so facebook is trying to indoctrinate you into accepting this um he's talking about that um bitcoin was kind of like the more of the beta test now they're going to be moving into more of a mainstream thing now with facebook where you've got a third of the whole world's population using it they have kind of a captive audience with that two billion and they're going to start introducing it from that standpoint as well so this is all incrementalism to get us prepared for this they finally released it the probability that they're going to start doing a massive propaganda push on this product in the next couple months and over the next year is going to be a guarantee they're going to start listing it as completely safe no credit card fraud no issues completely backed by the private bank in switzerland completely secure all this stuff it's going to be the biggest thing since sliced bread essentially when it comes to currency this is what they're going to sell it as and it will start taking over if we allow it to do so so just some things i want to touch base on right when i saw that again next i didn't really talk about it in detail on what it actually meant the other day but very very strange the wording the timing and the concept of what they're rolling out with facebook especially considering how fast we're seeing ourselves go into this cashless society now over the last couple years definitely something that we need to be aware of and we need to be you know making sure everybody else is aware of it 
you know, often they, they always do stuff by the numbers. This is the numerology. This is the gematria. This is the Kabbalah. Everything's by the numbers. Hand signs are symbols which have numeric value. Uh, the Vulcan hand sign was a gematria satanic symbol. I mean, all of these things. The Vulcan, he means the one that Spock did. I believe it's the shin sign um, in Hebrew, I believe. People do and say, you know, they use the numbers. This is basically numerology tied together with with gematria and word meanings and number meanings. And so it's very astute for you to see this, you know, the, the, this Libra. And it's basically a zodiac sign. And it's going to be hitting in September. And who knows what they're planning on doing with it. I'm with you. I think there's going to be a lot of money made in it very, very quickly. Uh, the problem is you're tying right into the New World Order Mark of the Beast system. I mean, you really exactly. want to be involved in that. They could do the same thing they did. With That's why I've told my listeners, I, if I was you, I wouldn't have, from a biblical standpoint, I wouldn't have anything to do with any cryptocurrency. Because, number one, like, Bitcoin, it's been well known. That was, like, the reason it was created was because it was for use on the dark web. And guys that were doing the most perverted evil stuff up there had a way and a, a method of exchanging money that was totally anonymous. So, yeah, I'll sell you my kitty snuff porn film for, you know, uh, $30,000. And now I don't, but yeah, I'm going to use my credit card though. Can I send you a check with my name? No. They're not going to want to do that. That's why Bitcoin was so perfect because it was totally anonymous and it couldn't be traced. That was the origins of, of Bitcoin. And the Bible says, if the foundations be destroyed, what can the righteous do? I'm telling you, it's it had a corrupt foundation from the beginning. It's unjust scales and balances. Um, it's going to be used as the backbone for the coming um, economic system under the, mar under the false prophet and the antichrist. So... It's going to be used to enslave us. So I'm always of the opinion, I fight things. I don't go along with things whenever I can, you know, not participate in something. I feel like I'm erring on the side of safety, you know. Coin. They can bring it up, they can crash it. They can bring it up, they can crash it. Remember, there's not going to be any paper involved in this. It's going to all, all be digital currency. They can manipulate and yep. do whatever they want as much as they want to do. And there's nothing that you can do to correct it. Now, remember, that means they'll never have a shortage of the M1 money supply. That's what they're wanting, okay? Yeah. In 2006, 2007, when the economy crashed in the United States, there was less than $1 trillion in circulation in the United States. I think it was $800 billion total dollars printed. The derivative was over a 1,000 trillions, you know, 1.3 quadrillion in derivatives in U.S. dollars. So there wasn't anywhere near enough money in cash to pay the outstanding liabilities because of the derivatives. They got themselves caught really, really in a short situation with that, and they didn't know what to do. So they had to have quantitative easing to infinity, printing trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions and trillions of dollars. I mean, they printed close to $20 trillion. And when Bernanke asked where the money went, he wouldn't even tell us where the money went. He said, I don't know where it went. It went to banks all over the world. Well, what does that mean? So where did all this money go? Well, they printed it and shipped it, printed it and shipped it, printed it and shipped it because they were so short on currency. They don't want to have that happen again. That's why they want a new world order with a cryptocurrency, a cashless society where you can buy and sell with the mark of the beast either on your hand or on your forehead with a scanner. And they can basically control you via data chips. And if you're a good boy, they give you more currency. If you're a bad boy, they take your data chips yep. away. It's like that one movie that Justin Timberlake did. Yep. About time, I think it was called. And, and, and what it was is that if they were good, they had added time to their life. If they weren't good, they had time taken off of their life. They could use their credits to buy stuff. They could use their credits to get longer life. All these crazy things. I mean, if you, I mean, and we're going to talk about 
Hong Kong and China today at the, at the very end about what the Christians are going through there. But I mean, if you post things on social media in different countries like China or Japan, and the government get gets wind of something that you said that's against the government, or I mean, you could you could literally be, I mean, bare minimum they come in and they shame you publicly, they they um, annihilate your credit score, you lose your job. I mean, it's all of these George Orwellian things, and a lot of it is because they're on social media and their whole life is known, and they're they're being targeted as, as a result of that. And this is why I've said, you know. Um, I haven't participated in any of the Twitter or the other things like on social media because I knew this was coming. I knew it was data mining and I knew ultimately it was just going to be used to take away all of our freedoms and our rights. And I knew they're building a database on us and social media is the main way they're building databases on people. Really want to have a cashless society that's going to be like this. And they're setting it up. They're setting it up and they're planning it right now as we speak so guys it's one of these things it's a scary thing that we're living in right now and we're watching the bible prophecies unfold around us as we speak and we're about to go into a mark of the beast cryptocurrency new world order one world order cashless society and that's why they're so adamant right now about trying to get iran into the system syria into the system Korea into the system because they want to have the ability to control these countries and they can't as long as they're still and that's using a big reason where another gigantic reason that we're that we're so focused in on these countries that you keep that they're constantly demonizing the mainstream press because they're not going along with the money changers and the Rothschild banking system and they got to get them on board and that's a big big reason why we're targeting Iran right now their own currency guys it's going to be very interesting. You know, what's going to happen is it's not going to suddenly shift and everybody's going to be using Libra. It's not going to be happening. No. It's not going to happen. What's going to happen is it's going to be a gradual transition into this cashless society. Mm-hmm. Remember what we told you two or three years ago. Beta tested on Bitcoin. It was all beta tested. Yeah. They inflated it. They deflated it. They inflated it. They deflated it. They inflated it. They deflated it. They made sure they could do whatever they wanted to do to inflate it or deflate it and to control the value of the currency, including taking hundreds of billions of dollars out of unsuspecting citizens' pockets when they basically deflated it and left everybody holding the ball when they short sold it all. Now, this is the same thing they could do with the Libra or the Libra or whatever they want to call it. The reality is, is this. It's a major, major shift towards a one world government one world religion. Again, this is going to be the satanic, Kabbalist, Luciferian, money changers, synagogue of Satan deal. That's what this is. That's what they're planning on doing. And they're the same ones that do everything. It's always the same guys. By the way, TSA is sending 650 airport screeners to the U.S.-Mexican border. As Trump swears up and down he's going to deport all the aliens, he sends more screeners to make it more efficient Uh to get the people to beef up the protection against the U.S. border. (laughs) So when all of the people come into the United States, they'll basically have more screeners to get them quickly into the United States (laughs) to get them processed. Uh, I don't even know what to say about this. They're also sending another 172 air marshals to the border already and plans to send another 294 air marshals to the border, which will be used on the airplanes as these people are being disseminated into the United States population. Yep. Where did our country go? 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 These people get to walk on the aircraft with no proper identification. Yep. 
no passports, no driver's license. Mm-hmm. We don't even know who they are or what they are. What and most been. likely not screened. Like like Dave Hodges reported, they had had this initial wave of Cong- of the Congolese um, illegals. Uh, three of them, this was this was a couple months ago, three of them checked positive for Ebola. They let them go into the dark of the night, essentially, or facilitated their transport, and they lost track of them. I mean, again, all this is being by, done by design on purpose because they're trying any single... They, I don't even know if they know what the first domino is going to fall. They don't know if Orville is going to go in another few days. They don't know if the Ebola thing is going to hit critical mass and then really start outbreak to a point where they can't keep a lid on it anymore i mean there's a lot of different things that ways this this could go sideways and and so i don't even know if they know exactly the first domino that's going to fall involved in and we put u.s air marshals to make sure they get escorted safely and quickly into airports through the system to get transported and distributed to cities all over the united states where's donald trump I'm so sick of these these conventions that he has where he gets up there and yeah. stands behind the flag, stands uh-huh. in front of the flag, wraps himself in the flag. And says, he's still saying build that wall, too, at, at his new conventions now because he's starting to run. Lock her up. They're still saying that. Build that wall. You know, he's he's all with them. And it's it's like he's got to be thinking in his own mind how, how, I mean, I cannot believe these people are so easily duped. These are the same campaign promises I've totally failed on in the first, you know, and I'm sure it'll be four years, it'll still be the same. And now they're staying, saying the same thing, still on the Trump train, still not holding me accountable. I mean, it's just the, the Illuminati uh, New World Order handler boys are just got to be shaking their heads. I mean, I, it's, it's unbelievable. Make America great again as he's lying through his teeth yeah. to all of us. Yep. And doing whatever they do, what he's told to do by these globalist, cabalist, Luciferian banker lowlife. What do you think, Austin? Well, yeah, I just want to make sure everybody understands this. All of our listeners, U.S. Marshals are not an offensive fighting or defensive fighting force. They are primarily used for transport or for high-value search warrants. The only reason, in other words, they're not being put there to repulse anybody. Nobody's being put there to repulse any of these illegal alien invaders. That's not the reason they're there. They're there to facilitate their transport inland in America and make sure they have a nice cozy journey and they get all the goodies and the benefits they've been promised in the commercials and the flyers that they've seen down in Central America and South America to say come come north and take all the gringo stuff and get all the benefits from from the from the American government they they owe you U.S. Marshals to the border, Air Marshals to the border, as Dad just said, is safe transport, meaning they're going to make sure when these individuals are transported, have any problems with them, or if they try to start a fight or a riot on the transport plane or bus, they'll basically be engaged with some type of force with the Air Marshal or U.S. Marshal. U.S. Marshals are not a military force. They are not the Marine Corps. They are not first in, last out. They are primarily transport, same with Air Marshals. TSA, 
also. Those are transport screeners, hence the Transport Security Administration. They are not a defensive or offensive fighting force. They are there to screen individuals to make sure they don't have any bombs, explosives, or ammunitions on them whenever they go into an airport terminal, as everybody's probably pretty aware of what TSA does. TSA is not a defensive border force. They are not designed to stand there and riot gear and prevent people from coming over the border. The only reason you provide TSA agents and air marshals or U.S. marshals to the border is to make sure exactly what Dad just said. The individuals that are coming across the border can be processed quickly and transported from the border more efficiently. That way you do not have them tied up at the border because they are completely out of room at the border because so many individuals are coming over the border every single day. I watched a video yesterday from a mayor forgot the town that it was in Texas. I'll have to pull it up again. And he was essentially having a uh, public meeting, I mean, public interview. A lot of people in the town, the commissioners, everything. And he said, we have to figure out what we're going to do about this. He goes, on average right now, we're getting 20 to 25 illegal migrants every single day dropped off in our town by border control. He said, our population of our town is only 16,000 people. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to realize dropping off 20 to 25 people a day indefinitely is going to massively tax the infrastructure, the personnel, the security, the law enforcement. But see, they, don't, they want that. They want to destabilize the country. And the first places they're doing this is the border states, which will facilitate the border collapse everything in our town and he said it's not stopping he goes we can't get them to stop doing it they're literally coming in every single day with a bus dropping all of them off turning around leaving doing the same thing every single day and nobody will tell us what's going on this is an interview and so this is what's going on right now and everybody wants to pretend this is like hoorah hoorah we're going to deport everybody now listen if we had any plans in this united states to actually start scooping up these individuals and deporting them we would not be processing them and then sending them over to all these different cities throughout the entire United States and dropping them off with pretty much zero supervision. Right. We're not dropping them off in detention centers, guys. These are guys are being getting dropped off, you know, essentially, what, what did Cortez go do? Uh, um, uh, what did she say? They were uh, like Holocaust centers, which I mean, she, she just runs her mouth so much. She actually cracks me up. She's such an idiot. She's such a little paid actress. But yeah. we're not dropping them off at detention centers. We're not dropping them off at jails. We literally drop them off at, like, the community center in downtown city that they're going to. Just them off. Okay, here you go. Here's, here's a prepaid check, check card. Here's some extra cash. Here's clothing. Here's food. Here's water. You guys basically enjoy yourself. E EBT card, 1000 per 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 parent, and then five uh, 200 for each child, regardless of your child or not. So and that's monthly, reoccurring, refilled monthly. So that's what they're doing, I believe, in... Uh, New Mexico and probably something very similar in Arizona and Texas. Even two to three years when your next hearing is due. That's it. That's, that's literally it. And then we're acting like, oh, yo, they're, they're just going to get kicked out. We're going to deport them now in two weeks. Guys, we're being had right now. We're getting played like a cheap fiddle. Remember I told you guys yesterday with the propaganda, if you keep telling the lie long enough, soon enough, everybody will believe it, including you. If you keep telling everybody, we're going to start deporting everybody. We're not going to let any more in. Make America great. Build a wall. No more illegals in the country. We're stopping it all. We're going to stop it. We're going to stop. We're stopping it right now. We're going to stop it right now. We are stopping it right now. You don't understand. It's not. They're not coming in anymore. 
Oh, hold on, hold on. I got to send more TSA and more air marshals to the border because we got to make sure we can transport them in the country more efficiently. You know, but we're stopping them. But we're stopping all of them. They're not coming in any further. We're, we're being had. We're getting double played. We're being told one thing and something else is completely happening. I've been a huge supporter of Trump. I've been a huge fan of Trump and a lot of stuff that he's done. But right now, as far as what I'm seeing, there is nothing restrictive about the border incident that's going on right now. We are getting completely and totally lied to, and that is a fact. You have to look through the propaganda, look through more propaganda, and finally try to get through all the lies and figure out exactly what's going on. That is why I told you guys yesterday on the show. It's imperative right now. It is imperative. We dig down and find the truth of what's really going on because we all have to start making a stand and making a difference. We have to start waking more people up. The issue, and this was the positive and the negative with the Trump movement, it rallied up the patriots all across the country. There is absolutely no doubt about that whatsoever. You saw how the voting turned out. You see the conventions. You see the turnout. The patriot movement is alive and well in the United United States. The problem is the globalist bankers have also seen how alive and well the patriot movement is. So now they've been having to use that and twist it and distort the truth with propaganda to call down the patriot group into shifting their focus into another direction and believing something's happening when it's not. Yep. That's what's going on right now, guys. Look through it and you'll see exactly what I'm saying is a fact. You can't get the population completely and totally subdued unless you keep telling them a lie and pushing the propaganda in the wrong direction. They don't want us looking at the border. That's why they keep having Trump come out with all these tweets how we're going to start deporting people every month. We're going to start putting more people in on the border. We're going to put the military down there. The wall's being built right now. All this stuff that's not being done. He's telling you what you want to hear, in other words, when none of it's being actually done. The exact opposite is being done. They're greasing the skids. They're facilitating this more and more every day. Guys, I'm telling you the truth. He's doing nothing to protect the border at this point. I mean, it's it's getting worse every day, and yet he's acting like he's taking a tougher and tougher stance. Big tweets, big talk, but re no real action at all. And if it is being done, it's absolutely doing nothing but to facilitate more entry into the country from migrants. We're seeing hundreds of Congolese people coming in now. As we know, that area is a hot spot for Ebola. All these things should be on. I mean, right now, the border should be a full-blown lockdown. If you come near the border, you get tear gassed on site. You get active denial systems yes. deployed on site. If you cross the border, you are zip-tied, you are detained, you are right. put on a C-130 plane, and you are transported back to the country that you illegally broke in from which would be mexico do you know if they just started doing that like tomorrow that that by itself would cause a mass migration backwards because if they know that they're going to be you know apprehended and that they might be tear gassed and that they might be you know zip tied and not you know given the finest of accommodations coming over that by itself would be a tremendous motivator for them to not come if they in other words if they knew there were consequences of coming here but see there are no consequences they're being given all this free stuff free rides free uber the whole nine yards so when there's no consequences and there's only benefits and there's only a pot of gold at the end of the rainbow well sure they're going to keep coming here but this could all stop 
in very, very short order because word would get around real quick that, wow, they're actually repulsing us at the border. They're using active denial systems, which are actually quite painful. And I'm not saying you use it on women and children, but I'm saying that, you know, groups of fighting age men, that would, that, that the word would get back real quick that, you know, um, they're not, they're not, uh, they're, they're playing hardball all of a sudden, but that's not going to happen. That is the only, and the only policy that should be occurring right now. Zero tolerance for illegal migration at the border right now. Yes. Period. If you want to come in legally, if you want to migrate, if you want to get a visa, if you want to get the paperwork, 100%, come on in. We're willing to work with you. Fill out the papers, go through the direct channels, and we'll make it happen. But the reason why we're doing this right now is because we don't want to stop it. The globalist bankers do not want to stop the migration. That is how easy it would be done. We have a very very substantial border patrol agency. We have a very substantial national guard. We have a very substantial fighting force and defensive force for this country. And we're supposed to be led to believe that we have no idea what to do right now. We just are completely in awe of what's going on, and we have no idea how to defend the border. We have no put this way, we have no idea how to defend the border, but we could attack Europe on D-Day on five different fronts with the most aggressive right. military known to man and overtake an entire country, an entire continent, I should say, from a fighting force that was one of the best in the world via the Germans? You kidding me right now? We have the ability to pull a D-Day and take over Europe with the amount of manpower, armaments, and guts that we had back then and completely overtake that in that insanely huge war? But we can't figure out how to secure our southern borders and keep people from coming in because we just don't know how to do it? I mean, give me a break, a guys. This whole thing is a complete and total farce. We're being lied to on a daily basis, and we as Americans have to start making a difference. That's why I commend a lot of those patriots that are down there at the border detaining them. The problem is it's a losing battle for those guys because when they detain them and they notify Border Patrol, Border Patrol just picks them up, takes them to the processing center, and then transports them to San Antonio or San Francisco or whatever other place they're taking them to. It's really, really crazy right now, Dan. Absolutely sickening. I mean, what's going on here? So um, that's all we have for part one. And uh, stay tuned for part two. God bless you. Scott Johnson's 1,000 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at contendingfortruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G-F-O-R. T-R-U-T-H dot com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at contendingfortruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is Scott Johnson, 2359 Highway 70 Southeast number 321 Hickory NC 28602 or on the internet a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.